is there something in your life you just can't get over? Like you're still mad about it till today? I don't, I don't know if it's just me. I don't know. Over the weekend, though, was my two-year anniversary of getting fired from my last radio station. And like there's just still part of me. That's a pretty big part. It's frustrated about the whole situation. So are there ways to actually push through this stuff? The answer is yes. And luckily, our therapist friend Leah is here to help today. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hello, welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Martin Luther King Day, everybody. Um, uh, we're a podcast based on three principles, in case you're new. And that's a weird way to start a podcast. If you are new, I apologize. It doesn't usually start so awkwardly. Uh, it's, it's live, laugh, love your mom, right? Live your life out loud, laugh a lot, and love my mom. My co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. Okay, so you promised us on Monday that we'd finally find out this family secret. If you haven't been listening to the last couple of episodes, my mom has promised us that there is a family secret that we uh, would be really excited about, but she didn't want to reveal it yet and for whatever reason. Why, why could you not reveal it last week? I don't even remember. Because I was waiting on um, something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's generic, <laughs> but all right. Um, no, actually, I was waiting on a photo. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, we had all kind of guesses. Most people are guessing something to do with a trip or possibly a new vacation house or something like that. But mom, I guess the, the time has come. That we're finally uh-huh. going to find out what this, this family surprise is. So uh-huh. without further ado. Uh-huh. Do you want to take one last guess? I really don't. I, I, other than, I mean, the dog was the right thing and, or maybe yes, yeah, some type of like vacation house or uh-huh. vacation. I mean, I can't think of really anything else. Cause you already said no to a dog. We said Maggie wasn't pregnant. So I really uh-huh. can't think of anything else. And no one's really said anything that really sparked my like, Oh my God, maybe that's it. You know? Uh huh. Well, so no, I don't, I am, I am clueless for the money we spent. We could have taken several really nice vacations. But this is something that we've been thinking about for a couple of years, Mm -hmm. and we decided to bite the bullet and get a new dock. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That was really anticlimactic. I don't think there's anything I care less about, honestly, right now. Like, I'm over here thinking, like, I don't know. For some reason, I, I could not care less about that right now. Like, I don't know. Are you like excited about it? Like, what's, what's, like, like does, that, does that make you? I feel like a dock is kind of like, you know, it's like a new roof. It's like, okay, cool. We got it. We need to have it. But like, I don't really no. want to spend all that money on it. No, no, no. I mean, our dock is probably original to this house, which means it could be as much as 23 years old. And, you know, every year we spend money on redoing the wood and, you know, repainting it and pressure washering it and all that stuff. And we just got so tired of it. And so this year we said, uh uh-uh, uh, we're just going to go have a talk with the people and see what happens. So we're getting a brand new dog. And yes, I'm very excited about it. It has a lifetime warranty, it means my lifetime or Jim's lifetime. No. Uh, <laughs> Whichever <laughs> so, so you wait. You said you're waiting for a photo. So you like have a photo of what it looks like, or is it already put uh-huh. in? 
No, no, no. Oh, no, it won't be here until July. Oh, okay. Well, we'll look. <laughs> Something to look forward to. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Whoa. Uh, what happened? Did you pass that's just out me, from me rustling my paper. Yeah, me rustling my papers on there. What's, what's the next topic on uh, today's show? I don't know. It's just, that, that doesn't like – does anybody else just feel like we got cheated a little bit? Like <laughs> – well, you just, were the like, one. Like the, you, it the was way all you built it up. Ukraine. Why couldn't you have told us this a week ago? Just be like, yeah, we're getting a new doc. Like, okay, cool. Like, I got to get my old change. Like, it's kind of the same category of like importance, because you know? Because I think other family members, I think your other siblings will be excited because of will course they? they're here. Well, Is they're anyone here excited in the about a new time. doc? Does that like get they're people here like in pumped? The summer. Is it yeah. like is it like a really big doc or does it look exactly the same as the old doc? I thought the old no. doc was fine. My parents, by the oh, way, in case you don't no. live on the lake. And so, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just uh, – I don't I don't feel in my heart – you know I'm always going to be as honest as possible in this podcast. But like I don't – that doesn't like – I don't know. That's like, well, we got the plumbing redone in the house. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> we could have somewhere that. to. Like, it's not like you had no dock, then you have like no dock, then like that would be like a whole different situation of like, okay, cool, you got somewhere to put the boat now, but just a, a new dock. <laughs> but it looks exactly well, the same as the old dock? No, it doesn't look anything like the old dock. Oh, so what, do you want to describe it to us? I don't know how to describe it. It's, okay. alum- <laughs> it's aluminum, it's two stories, it's got a great oh, scenery area on the top, it's got a big sun sail to protect half of it from the sun. Um, okay. It's got a higher pitched roof. It's got and, nice flooring. And what's the price tag cost? I have no idea what a dock might even cost. Um, I don't know. We should tell you that. And it's like you over 10000 really, Oh, yeah. <laughs> over 20000 Oh, yeah. Over 30000 Oh, yeah. Over $30,000 for a dock? Uh-huh. 40000 uh-huh. It's around forty thousand dollars you guys spent. Uh-uh. Here's what I worry More. about. I don't More. fifty over fifty thousand? <laughs> yes. Over sixty thousand. No. Oh my God. <laughs> That's that sounds like a lot of money to spend on a dock. Well, listen, we haven't been able to travel. We haven't been able I, to I do know, anything. I know, but like you guys got well like the, the you're, you're wrapping you're wrapping it up over here. You know what I mean? Like, what are y'all like? Like, your your lives are on the on the. the you're you're, you're you're rounding you're rounding third base right now. You know what I mean? What? Like, here's my fear: is that like I got to end up doing something with all this stuff eventually? You know what I mean? No, you and don't. like, yes, I do. Like, what this is going to happen is like it's going y'all going to die, and then be like, well, I got this forty thousand fifty thousand dollar dock, and they'll be like, well, it's worth about twenty thousand dollars now. And I'd be like, well, damn it, that's thirty thousand dollars of inheritance I could have had. <laughs> Honey, you can write off inheritance. No, like, <laughs> we are blowing it out, baby. That's what I'm saying. I feel All like three I, does of anybody you else can take care of yourselves. You don't need our money. Does We're it? Do y'all feel to like that too? Our money. Anybody else feel cheated? Like when their parents start to spend a lot of money as they get older, because you're like, that could have been, that could have been my money. That really <laughs> no, could have been. You, shouldn't, you should be happy for us. And I guess I, I guess I'm happy. House. Yeah, I guess I'm I'm happy. I'm guess I'm happy. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not something that really. I, I don't think that I'll uh, I'll feel any different about it when I'm there. Yeah. I don't really. Um, yes. It's not, wouldn't be a high you priority will. for me. You know, well, like because um, you don't come here in the summer very much. Yeah, yeah, well, maybe yeah. Maybe when yeah. you do and you see it, you'll want to come more in the summer. Yeah, I'm sure that will be the uh, <laughs> that will be the key. A new dock will really. Well, congratulations on your new dock. <laughs> 
I mean, as well, people even say you. that, I just feel like it falls into like utility, you know, like. <laughs> if you right. live at the lake, they say that. Awesome. You know, they know like, how exciting uh, it is. Yeah. We were well, looking I guess, pretty uh, shoddy around here. Yeah, we gotta keep the, up with it. Oh, well, yeah. I saw the neighbors got. Now, last time I was there for uh, uh, for Christmas, I saw the neighbors uh-huh. got a new dock. So I feel like it's probably keeping up with the Joneses at this point, it right? Is. Like you gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta keep up. Have the yeah, newest. Yeah, we gotta keep up with the neighborhood. The newest in dock <laughs> technology. Um, it's so. kind of like that one. It's bigger. Oh, oh you've got a bigger one. Okay. Well, that's. Uh, <laughs> we'll look forward to seeing that, Mom. We'll look forward to. Uh, <laughs> Do you I think want I'd be me more to excited. post it on the fans page? Uh, let's let's give it a day to get the surprise out there. Let's give them a whole day to catch up on the episode, and then maybe tomorrow <laughs> okay. you can post them. I'm sure. Okay. Fans will be so Tuesday. excited to see what the new uh, new doc looks like. That like fans. you're not even gonna get. You're not even gonna get for six months. But like I seriously like I feel like you guys are going through like end of life crisis, and I don't even know if that's like a thing. <laughs> like all of a sudden, have y'all noticed a trend? Like new phone, Why do right? You say Mom? end of life. I'm well, 69. I mean, yeah, I've you're still got at up. least 20 more years. I mean, yes. maybe, but maybe not, you know, well, like, I can't live on the maybe nots. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you don't. Then, well, then what? I then I got to do something with this damn dog now. Like, just, okay. Here's a deal. Let's make a deal. Okay. All right. You can, you can buy you docs. That's great. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Like just stop buying like thrift shop stuff. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's, that's the stuff. That's the stuff That's I why we can about. buy this stock because I didn't go thrift shopping during the pandemic. Oh yeah, you save fifty thousand dollars probably just in thrift shopping. <laughs> probably, so mm-hmm. it's really no uh, no loss See? out here. Really, exactly. just it was, a, it was a wash. It was, it was a wash. wash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and we didn't go dog. out to dinner. We didn't go to yeah. movies. We didn't. We yeah. didn't entertain. We didn't do anything. So yeah. And now you've got a you got a new dock. Yeah. So that's uh, that's really exciting. Um. <laughs> I, you know, I, I guess like that's, it's like something, you know, like people get really excited. Like, like, okay. For example, my thing is like, like sports cars, you know, you know, people get like brand new sports cars or whatever, or like old cars mm-hmm. or old cars might be a better example. They're so excited mm-hmm. about them. Like I try to mm-hmm. understand and like get it, but I'm like, it's just like an old car, you know, like but it's just, what about I feel when like you, with, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. No, go ahead. How about what? What, what about when you added your terrace uh, on your house in San Diego? Yeah. Now, wasn't that exciting? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But I don't feel like See? docks fall into the same category as like yeah, landscaping. Okay, it's home improvement. Yeah. Sure, yeah. it is. All right. Well, and it's a place go. where we spend a lot of time in the summer. Right. New dock. Yeah. New dock yeah. was the. Uh, <laughs> I apologize. I just want to apologize for the show for the build up for that one. I feel like it didn't need to be a week long saga, but uh, alas, it was so. Well, you be uh, you just be more cautious next time when I tell you I have a family it, secret. Yeah, I'm just, I think you've lost all uh, all credibility <laughs> of teasing now. Okay. Um, uh, well, I want to know. I want to know if you can think about the scariest moment in entertainment that you've ever experienced. The scariest moment in entertainment you've experienced. I'm talking about going to a scary movie, maybe a haunted house, uh, just something that really sticks with you. To today, because over the weekend I experienced my absolute most frightening entertainment things. Most things that oh, I see, wow. like they don't really, they don't, they don't like. I don't know, they don't really freak me out. Like, I, like, like scary movies, like you know, they'll. I watch them, I get scared, and then I move on. You know, haunted houses, mm-hmm. like I go and I get like a little fright, and then I move on my day. There's something that I did this weekend because I mean we're kind of stuck. I know Atlanta people kind of stuck in the cold this weekend. You guys got a little bit of snow. Um, 
I it is not snowed here yet. We're recording this a little early though, so um, I I think we're supposed to get snow. We should have gotten snow last night, so maybe I'll be covered in snow by the time this episode releses. It's coming Looking your out way. the water, and it's like it's frozen over right now, like the sheet of ice on top of the water. It's cold. It's been cold this weekend, so I've pretty much been in the house all weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I started playing the. Okay, this, and I know it's going to sound ridiculous, but go in the air. I started playing the Blair Witch Project video game. Ooh. And, like, on service level, it sounds like it wouldn't be that scary. I, I've seen the Blair Witch Project movie. Remember the Blair Witch Project, Mom? It came out, like, the 90s. Yeah, yeah, Which actually, yeah. by the way, I never fun watched fact, it. It was based in Maryland. I don't know if you know that or not, but oh. it was actually based, uh, yeah, based here. Uh, cool. So I, I they had a video game sale, and I was like, ah, let me, you know, I didn't really want to watch a movie. I'm like, let me, let me just like download this game and just whatever. It's, it, it got like mediocre reviews, but it was, it was eight dollars. I was like, let me just whatever, y'all. So I like, so here it is, Friday night, right? It's like I turn off <laughs> the lights, and the game's kind of dark, and I turn off the lights in my apartment. I get sucked into this game, right? And it's really based on the, it's based on the video game, right? It's like the same principles i mean it's based on the movie like you know stuck in the woods in case you've never seen blair witch you know so you get stuck in the woods can't find your way out which is boom same kind mm-hmm. of concept right mm-hmm. so at the end of this video game because i'm guessing none of you are ever going to play it, so it doesn't matter uh uh you have to like go through this house and this house literally like continues to like morph so like you open a door and like it'll morph into something else and like this ghost is like popping out at you yeah you all literally I could like, and this is a video game. I don't really get scared <laughs> over video games. I literally couldn't fall asleep for two hours. It's like eleven o'clock, I finished <laughs> oh, no. it. Like one o'clock, I'm still sitting here with my eyes wide open. I wake up Saturday oh, morning. No. It's like the first thing I think about. I've just kind of been on edge ever since then. Of <laughs> like, is like, it, am I part of this Blair Witch? Like, I feel like the Blair Witch is literally <laughs> in my apartment. I've been like that scared. Like, I can't have, I literally can't sit here in silence anymore because I feel like when I hear noises, I'm like, huh, you know, like every little thing is freaking me out, <laughs> which feels ridiculous at age 38, you know? Like, I just, not, uh, not good, not good. Oh, Ma, can you think God. of like something? Because like things don't really stick with me. I don't really like, like, Movies, I can't think of one movie that I'm like, oh my God. Maybe there's only one movie I can think about that really, I think, messed with me that was scary movie-wise. I think it was called The Strangers. Uh-huh. Do you remember The Strangers, Mom? I don't know if you ever no, you watched scary movies. You know I don't watch scary movies. Everyone I've seen has been the ones you've taken me to. Scary <laughs> The Strangers is about this um, – uh, this uh, – I forget. I don't even remember the premise. I think they, they – they're at home. Maybe they move into a new house or something. And uh-huh. it, it came out probably 10 years ago. And as they're in their new house, like it's like the middle of the night and like this, like people just keep knocking at the door and they'll go to the door and nobody's there. You know, it's like one of those kind of movies. Like, you know, yeah. somebody's lurking around your house, but nobody's actually, you know, in your house. Like it, it's like, it kind of puts, I think, I think it's scary because any of us can relate to that. Like, can you imagine Mm-hmm. just like being stuck in your house, like the middle of the night, somebody knocks on your door, literally probably the most <laughs> scariest thing of all time. Now here's yes. the thing. Blair Witch Project, probably not going to be a real thing. Probably shouldn't have been terrified of it, but literally like it's, it will stick with me in my all time scariest moment in like <laughs> entertainment history because literally it was that it, like freaked me out that bad. Mom, can you think of anything? I know you don't do scary things a lot, but I'd like to start the conversation on the, uh, the certified fans page. Cause what I, what I want to see what I'm going to find interesting about this is, is there going to be any kind of overlaps of stories, you know, like are, uh-huh. are we going to get like a common theme of like, Oh my God, this one moment. And most likely I'm assuming it's going to be, it's going to be either probably movies 
uh-huh. you know, that people get scared in. Can you uh-huh. think of a movie you watched even when you were younger that like you just like you still to this day get scared of thinking about? Well, I, I didn't watch scary movies growing up, but, you know, uh, one of the ones you took me to was Pet Cemetery. And that, that yes. freaked me out a few the times. New, the new one. I took oh my mom to the new gosh. Pet Cemetery, the one that oh came out. Like it was pro- I was living in San Diego. It was probably two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. Were, were you really that scared in that one? That was that one yes. was so campy that like I didn't really. Oh, gosh. Yeah, but it. I don't watch those things. But the most horrifying movie I think I've ever watched is one you also introduced me to. And it's Get Out. Oh, oh gosh. yeah. That was really oh. well done. Oh my god! Get Out was a really so well done scary movie. About this kind of made you oh. think, you know? Oh gosh! Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, we'll start the conversation on the fan page. You, you can call it. There's like something that just like sticks with you. Because I swear to you, this stupid Blair Witch Project video, <laughs> uh, video game will never leave my mind. Like, I swear to you, it'll be etched in my memory for the rest of time. And I'm like, I shouldn't be scared. Like, I know it's fake, but for some reason, like it stuck with me. Is like this is. This is and really it's nighttime. It's always it's scary. Like, yeah, it was dark. It was. I, I made all the had yeah. my house dark, which is terrifying too. And <laughs> one o'clock, couldn't fall asleep. It's too scary. Let's do our Maryland Monday. I try to give you a little fun fact about Maryland every Monday because I say that n- nobody knows anything about the state of Maryland unless you live here. You didn't. You don't even know where Maryland is on the map. I promise you, unless you live here, you just don't. I didn't know. I still am not quite sure where it is on the map. Uh, but it's, uh, it's a tiny little state. But like I swear to you, there's so much history and like love for this state. It's crazy. So I, as I'm learning with you, because I've actually I've learned a ton just from doing this segment. I just try to give you one little fact about Maryland. And you never know where it might pop back up. Who was Irene that said like she was watching some kind of trivia game show or something and something popped up. I don't remember, but I just, uh, we're learning together over here about the state of Maryland. So the Baltimore based TV show, the wire is widely accepted as one of the best shows of all time. It's obviously based uh, right here. It's also a favorite of president Barack Obama is like the most of us. The president's favorite character is charming principal gangster, Omar little. Um, so that's president Obama's favorite show is from, uh, is the wire. Well, have you seen the wire before? I haven't. Where is that shown? Uh, I think it was. It's not. It doesn't run anymore. I think it was on FX. Mm. Let me actually let me do some research on the wire. I never watched it, but I'm not, honestly I'm scared to watch it because it's about how corrupt the city is. <laughs> and oh so, dear. Uh, it's HBO. Sorry, it's on HBO. Well, um, well. I. I'm too scared to like, uh, I'll read you the, the synopsis of the show. It said the series looks at the, the narcotic scene in Baltimore through the eyes of law enforcement as well as drug dealers and users. Uh, other facets of the city are exploited or sorry, explored in the series and the government and the bureaucracy, the schools and the news media. The show was, uh, created by former police reporter, David Simon, who also wrote many of the episodes. Uh, mm-hmm. f- uh first episode aired in 2020. I'm sorry. Uh, 2002. So it's old. I don't know. I don't, I'm pretty sure they don't make new episodes. Uh, five, ran five seasons. Sorry. Uh, I, yeah, this mm-hmm. is one of those shows I'm kind of refusing to watch because don't watch it. Mm-hmm. Everyone, like everyone that like, I'm like, I moved in Baltimore. They're like, Oh my God. Have you seen the wire? I'm like, yeah, no. TMI, TMI. Yeah. Like, I don't think I really want to like know the current mm-hmm. point, but mm-hmm. anyway, in case you don't know the, uh, the wire is based on Baltimore and it doesn't have a thing, think a very popular connotation of the city. So I'm just going to avoid it at all possible <laughs> costs. So there you go. Little, well, Maryland Monday. All right, Mom, let's get to a quote for today. Okay. Of course, it's Martin Luther King Day today. Yep. And um, a lot of good service projects going on around the country 
which I hope that will continue throughout the year. But he said, life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? We need Mm. to think about that every day. What are we doing for other people to make the world a better place? It's one thing I'm really bummed about right now, honestly, is I feel like the radio show is not doing enough, Mm. like, give backness, if you will, you know? Yeah. I just don't have the manpower to get it done. Um, Yeah, it's a lot for a radio station. It's a lot. Like, when we had five people, like like in San Diego, for example, we had five people, all hands on deck. And so it was a lot easier to do it because it was, you know, five people. Um, Here, it's two people. And we're so busy with, like, just the day-to-day trying to get the radio show produced that – it's hard to even do like the external stuff, which is like what I love, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I really love doing all the the feel good and the projects mm-hmm. and the, you know, we did something over there called Make Happiness Happen, which I actually have a version of it ready to go here. I just don't have the resources to get it done right now. Like I can't mm-hmm. sit here and uh, in case you, for the Atlanta listeners or Phoenix and everybody else, in case you didn't listen to San Diego, we see this project called Make Happiness Happen where we literally said, okay, what can we do to make you happy today or make somebody mm-hmm. else happy? And then, you know, people call. We all did all kind of cool projects. We finished a yard for a family that whose uh, the dad had been shot in a road rage accident. He'd started the backyard for his daughters who had grass allergies, and we. Oh, I feel so um, blessed to have been there to witness that. Yeah, that was so cool. You know, a beautiful um, time. Yeah, like I love and I love doing all that stuff, but I just mm-hmm. I don't have like by the time I, I don't usually get done to about twelve or one. And that's just getting the radio show produced every day, right? So we put it on from 10 to uh, 6 to 10. And then I spend like three hours producing the next day's show. And then that's it. I'm I'm shot. I got to come home and do Mama's Boy, you know? So take a nap, do Mama's Boy, work out. And that's it. Day's over. Yeah. Yeah. So it's something I do miss, but uh, it's a good question. Like, what are we, like, what are we doing? uh, But individually, you know, what are we doing? What are we doing every day to help others? I wonder if if you could even. Project. If you could look at like your relationship that way too, of like, what are you doing in your relationship to help your partner? I feel like that could really Certainly. kind of mm-hmm. shift, you know, your, uh, mm-hmm. your viewpoints of your, uh, the way you're, you know, I think we get so caught up of in your like, relationship. Oh, they're not yeah. doing this, they're not doing that, but more of like, what are you doing and how are you contributing mm-hmm. to the, uh, the relationship? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yes. Just a thought. It's a good quote yeah. though. Yeah. MLK day is crazy. Um, I mean, we could say so many things about Martin Luther King, but um, oh my goodness, it's just so crazy because he was. I mean, how old was he when he got shot? This is the part that always freaks me out every year. Forty something? No, no, he was like he was like thirty one or something. How oh, I old he was early forties? Was maybe I'm wrong when well, he died. I th- hang on, uh, he was thirty nine. He was thirty nine when he okay. died. Okay, so like all that, like I have a dream stuff though. That was like. <laughs> like young thirties. Let's see. When uh-huh. did MLK do his speech? Do his "I Have a Dream" speech? Uh, it'd have been sixty three, nineteen sixty three. How old? Hang on. I should have googled this beforehand. How old was MLK when he gave the "I Have a Dream" speech? Thirty five. Thirty five years old. Yeah, That's crazy was, to me. Thirty-five. You know, I was thinking it was a while before he was assassinated. Isn't that crazy though? 
Yeah. Like 35 yeah. years old. That man is like, and I, I'm over here like, mm-hmm. I, I'm over here complaining about a family doc. And this man's over here like, you know, like, like he's, he's, he was literally three years younger than me doing that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. You don't mm-hmm. see a lot of, there, there's some, and I guess, you know, that's why he was so mm-hmm. extraordinary. He uh, was. Even at his young age, he was able to make so much, make such a, make such a huge impact yes. on the world. It was kind of crazy, especially that he age. It's like such it's a even dynamic more. calling that he followed yeah. through on so splendidly and yep. was just such a hero, such a hero yep. for freedom. And left Absolutely. so many others, so many others. Yep. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, there's your quote for today. We'll get to Leah on here in just a couple of seconds with our uh, mental health Monday. I don't even know anyone's going to listen to this podcast. Most of you guys probably have the day off today. Um, in the meantime, Mom, uh, Valentine's Day is almost here. We got to talk about Manscaped. Manscaped's back oh, on yeah. the podcast this week. <laughs> oh yeah, it's oh, everyone's yeah. favorite time. We're talking about men <laughs> grooming. <laughs> Um, Manscaped is one of our advertisers. They are the experts when it comes to men's grooming habits down there. And uh, <laughs> now that we are in the Valentine's Day season, I would assume we would be, right? This is, I mean, literally when I went to, oh, yeah. I went to Target right before I, right when I got back to Maryland, before I got, co- right before I got tested positive for COVID. And yeah. they were already putting out the Valentine's Day cards. It's like the 27th or whatever. And I was <laughs> like, damn, like, that's mm-hmm. crazy. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, the season's already here, you know? Yes. Uh, but uh, as, as they say at Manscaped, roses are red, violets are blue. Don't let wild pubes wreck you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Mom, you know, the, the age old saying, right? Been saying that since the, you know, it was a Martin Luther King quote, actually. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, since. Uh, since Valentine's Day is just around the corner, uh, it is. I mean, honestly, like uh, it's it's a great gift to give to your man and just to get ready for the big day and join the four million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. They're the leaders in below the waist grooming. I've got a discount code for you: twenty percent off at manscaped.com plus free shipping. Uh, so, listen, the holidays went by really quickly, and if you um, if you're if you didn't get a chance to give your man this gift or, or gentlemen that certified mama's dudes listen to this podcast, uh, if you didn't get a chance to pick up the performance package 4.0 from Manscaped, it really is great. I've been using self trimmers for uh, since college probably. So I can say that uh, this really, it's a great grooming package. It comes with everything you need. The lawnmower 4.0 is the electric trimmer. <laughs> so you can get rid of, uh, uh, you know, the hairs down there or just trim them up, which any way you want to. Also, mom, I don't know if you know this, but, uh, well, this isn't, isn't true, but they would, uh, they're trying to propose that, uh, February 13th is a national holiday as national shave your balls day. No, um, they're trying to work on that, but, oh, uh, boy. Yeah, uh, weed whacker is also in there. That's for your nose and your uh, ear hair. Um, your uh, it comes also with the crop reviver. It comes with the uh, that's the ball toner, and then it comes the crop preserver, which is the ball deodorant. It's a fun gift, honestly. It's it's. It, I think of all holidays to give it for Valentine's Day would be the oh, one. Yeah, it's the perfect one. So uh, perfect Manscaped. One. They created the their package uh, for uh, for their night just like this, and will make your Valentine's date say, "Wow, great set of balls you got there." 
<laughs> Do you think I should give that to J Mac for? <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about that. I don't. <laughs> Uh, so go to manscaped.com and get our exclusive offer. 20% off plus free shipping with the code Kramer 20. Your balls and lady will thank you according to what they're saying here. Uh, all jokes aside, it really, I think it's a fun gift and it really is quality, quality hair trimming products. So uh, manscaped.com and then use the promo code Kramer 20 for your Valentine's day gift this year. Okay. Uh, also done is back on the podcast. They are back because they're giving us, um, they really want to make this work and I really want to make this work for them. Done is our, our new partners that focus on adult ADHD. It's really all they really focus on. And what they're trying to do is make it affordable and accessible treatment, affordable, accessible for everyone. And the problem is like, there's really, it's kind of a tricky niche to find care when it comes to ADHD, like you can go to your general doctor, but they're not quite sure. But you may not really want to like go to a like a like a psychiatrist to deal with adult ADHD. They may not focus and specialize in it. Luckily, our friends over at Dunn do just that. That's all they focus on, right? It's a mental health care within reach. You got a personalized treatment plan, online prescription refills, twenty four seven continuous care when it comes to your life improving. Thanks to Dunn and like your ADHD not having to like control your life anymore. You know, like I always say, if you if you use the word scatterbrained or all thoughts are all over the place, can't really get things done because you're bouncing from one thing to another, you probably have ADHD. And let's find a way now for you to find some treatment and get your life uh, just, you know, better, better in that sense. Not having to stress out about getting things done throughout the day because you're able to focus on one thing or another. It's great. So do this. Text the word done, D-O-N-E to 888-Kramer8. I'm going to send you over a discount. You're going to get 50% off your initial appointment. That's actually saving you a hundred bucks. So, um, like seriously, maybe pass it along to somebody else, maybe somebody in your family or maybe a partner of yours. If it's not you, that's like, just feels like they're scatterbrained. This could be the way to really start improving their life. Do this, go to, uh, go just, just text the word done D O N E. It's honestly the easiest way to do it. Just text the word done. I've just set up a little link that will, bounce right back to you and you can just click and get this discount done D O N E to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight. And we'll, uh, we'll get it done. We're done. All right. We're going to get to Leah with our mental health Monday in just a couple of seconds. And, um, before we do certified fans, thank you for being a part of the show. Really yeah, appreciate it. We do. You guys have been here for, we're, we're getting near, actually it's crazy, mom. We're getting near the two year anniversary of certified mm, mama's boy we're so about amazing. two months shy we're about two months shy of uh our celebrating our two-year anniversary uh, wow. of course we have another project coming down the pike probably my mom and i are trying to figure it out now i'm probably going to launch it to certified fans early february probably like the second week of february around valentine's day and then uh because i thought it's gonna say january but i don't think i'm gonna have it done by then but i'm gonna try i'm gonna try we might i just want to make sure it's all ready to go we might we might we might. Cause the thing is, I'm going out of town this week. Uh, week. In case you don't know, I'm leaving for um, this week's going to be a little screwy because I'm leaving for Florida on Thursday. I'm going to my buddy Miguel's wedding, and then yeah. I don't get back till the 25th. And then next weekend is like our uh, last. It was, I mean, if I'm going to do it by the end of the, it's going to have to be next weekend. So I'm going to try. I'm going to try, but in case not, my goal will be Valentine's Day. Now I feel like deadlines are there to be moved. You know what I mean? Like you set them and you just, just, <laughs> just keep on. Okay. I think I need to say, but it needs to be launched to everybody before our, our two year anniversary of the show. And I <laughs> feel like we're really, 
Yeah. That's we'll a that. good goal. <laughs> uh, but I, I am really excited about it. I think it's a cool way for us to kind of um, expand on Certified Mama's Boy. And I like it because it's supported by certified fans. It is. Mm-hmm. So thank you to everyone that supports just these projects that we're coming up with. And uh, if you text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8, there's going to be an added benefit. I was actually talking to my mom before we started recording, uh, how to add extra benefits for certified fans, right? Uh, but in case uh, you're not one yet, you can join right now. F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. You also get a whole episode dedicated to you when you join. It's kind of fun to hear your name on the podcast and know that you're a supporter. And when we don't have anybody new, we just go back. We think somebody has been here for a while because some of you guys have been here for almost two years now. That's great. Well, yeah. probably like a year and a half. We launched probably three months into the podcast, you know? Yeah. So uh, we have nobody new over the weekend, but what we're going to do is we're going to okay. spin our wheel of certified fans and we're going to find out who is going to be our certified fan of the day. And they are going to get some extra love on mm-hmm. podcasts. I think I figured this out. Now I think you have to hit this button and then this button. <laughs> and now you should be able to hear it. Yeah. You can hear that, right, mom? Oh, yeah. Okay. And clear. Now you can hear the wheel spinning. And our certified fan of the day is going to be certified fan number 360. Okay. 360 is going to be our certified fan. So um, this really should be a whole lot smoother. This section of the show gets I should, and, and like I feel like a lot of good podcasts would just go through and edit this part out, you know. <laughs> but uh, not me. Uh-uh. We keep it real. We keep uh-huh. it real over here. Okay, That's certified right. fan 360 is going to be uh, Julie G. Okay, Julie G. Julie G is our certified right. fan of the day. She's from Chula Vista, California. Uh, okay. Wait, was that right? Are you from, no, you're not. I'm sorry, Julie G. I looked on the wrong. This is just a spreadsheet. Uh, <laughs> she's from Sneed Ferry, North Carolina. Sneed Ferry, oh, North Carolina. Right. Julie G is our certified fan of the day. She's been a certified fan now. I don't know, but you've been for a while. And so I appreciate you, Julie G. This episode is dedicated to you. I hope that you were excited about my mom's big news on your big episode. (laughs) Uh, You're disappointed. That makes two of us. Um, Let me know, Julie, how you feel about it. (laughs) Uh, Julie G, you're a great certified fan. We appreciate you. This episode is dedicated to you. Mom, give her a whoop, whoop. Yes. Whoop, whoop to Julie G. There you go. Thank you for being here. And um, Julie G, we appreciate you. If you want to become a certified fan, text the word FANS, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. Mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. Okay. It is Mental Health Monday time. This is uh, every Monday. We have my therapist friend, Leah Aguirre on, and she is a good friend and a great therapist. And we just talked through all things mental health. And it's brought to you by Done, the most affordable and efficient way that you can get help managing your ADHD from the comfort of your home. Saturday was the two-year anniversary of my firing, whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. uh, over at Channel 933, my past radio station. And Mm -hmm. I think – I'm sure we talked about it probably this time last year too. But I feel like I'm still – I'm still not over it. And like I – there's nothing more in my life than wanting to be over this situation. But yeah. I'm just not quite sure. And like listen, I, I can read all the Instagram quotes. I can <laughs> – you know, I you know, the past, the past, move – people can tell me whatever they want to tell me. Okay? I've heard it all. Trust me, over the last two years. 
like I'm still it like still holds an angry spot. I actually had to go through because I you know was sitting home with COVID last week, <laughs> doing nothing for ten days, which mm-hmm. is not good for the old mental health, by the way, because like you literally yeah. have nothing to do but just sit there and stew. Um, mm-hmm. But I literally had to start basically unfollowing people on Facebook that had anything to do with that radio station because I know that it evokes an emotion in me that I just don't like. And yeah. I spent most of last year working on closing relationships with fake people um, okay. f- from that situation. But okay. I'm st- and I was like, that'll do it. I can just, you know, I, I got just close the, but I'm still like, I'm still not happy about it. Like, I'm still feeling like crappy about the situation. And then let's, let's take my divorce. Like my divorce, I'm like completely over, you know? So I'm like, why and what? is it going to take to finally get over something? Well, I have a couple of thoughts. The first thing was with your divorce, like I know it was difficult, but like you've mentioned, like it wasn't a good fit. Like it wasn't at the time, like you wouldn't know who you were at the time really, or really had an idea of what you wanted. Right. So like when you, when you met and then married your, your ex-wife. So I think there's like this piece of like, this wasn't for me. Right. Like this. And it was almost like, it was mutually decided to know it wasn't like, like it's not, it wasn't like super cut and dry, but I think you found that it was in your best interest, right? Like it, it felt right, very right. much mutual in that sense. And so based on what you shared, but I, I feel like with this radio situation, this wasn't what you wanted or had planned, right? Like is it's pretty much. It well, I think it's, I think it's two parts. It's not what I wanted. And then I feel like I got screwed, you know? So like yeah. together it's like, yeah. It's like a two part thing, yeah. right? It's like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I didn't want it. Like, I guess to my marriage, it's like, I, 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 I didn't necessarily want the divorce, but like I knew it was probably for the best once I got over all the chaos of it. Right. The radio so, station thing. I don't know. Like I just, I, I just, I feel because you, you know, the full story, you know, exactly what happened and what went on behind the scenes and everything. Yeah. Uh, And so obviously, and that's something I've never shared before. I'm sure I will one day, but it's just going to cause a whole lawsuit and blah, blah, blah. So I just don't even want to like get into it right now. But I, I, I think it's like that part of it of like, yeah, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like of not having justice. Yeah. Yes. Feeling extremely injustice, not just for me, but for anybody that would go through something like that. And I guess there's there's a little bit of shame in that still of not speaking up when I should have spoken up and having the, you know, the opportunity to have made a point, but I didn't because I just, I didn't want to have a, you know, a scarlet letter on me when it came to future hirings and all that kind of, which is stupid. It sucks. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And I guess I'm sure there's, there are people that hold on to things much longer than are good for themselves, good for the situation. Like there's nothing – I mean two, two years later, it's not like I'm going to go back and be like, excuse me, this was wrong. I think we should undo everything that was done. You know, like it's not – nothing's going to change. Yeah. So like how do you begin to move on from these things that we've held on to yeah. for so long? Well, so there are a few things. And it's funny, I'm in my office, so I actually have like some of my therapy tools, which is funny. Because I was like thinking, I've, I pulled out one of my like list examples of um, core beliefs and cognitions for you. Um, oh, so nice of you. Such, such a therapist yeah. over here. <laughs> but I, when, something that you mentioned, so I think it's, it kind of felt like it was, you were backed in a corner and 
things were done unjustly and so there's that right like the injustice of it all which is a lot of the time the source of anger um is the injustice of it all um and a lot of things a lot of people like struggle with that feeling, but it makes sense to me based on what you've shared with me that you would feel angry. But another thing you mentioned too is like you've made a few like should statements, like I should have done this, I should have done that. So there's almost like this. I know it's anger about the situation, but anger towards yourself or like kind of this. I don't know. Would you say there's regret of like how it? Not what you I, did. I but- feel here's the thing. It's like I I, mean, I always feel this way. Is I have I have a platform. I have people that you know listen to me, watch me. I have an audience yeah. of some sorts and I yeah. feel like I did, I did, I made the wrong decision. Uh, I feel like I made the wrong decision of like, cause I sit here and I'm so supportive on issues like that. You know, and I'm so yeah. like, ah, like we need to be better about this. This needs to be better. Yeah. This needs to be different. So supportive. But then like the opportunity comes for me to like be a whistleblower. I don't do it. I don't say a word, you know? And like, that's just, it, it just, I, I feel to blame in a sense. Yeah. So that's what I was going to say is like, it feels like it's about the situation, you know, it wasn't like your fault essentially. And like how things went down that like the series of events, but there's like this sense of like responsibility or fault or blame that I think is, that's what's like really the source of two of the anger or maybe the residual anger, because this is what I do. So like, I always feel like in an event that's like stressful or traumatic or, um, like even just grief or loss, sometimes there's this we have we have these negative beliefs of how we interpreted the situation about ourselves. So it's usually like an I am statement or belief. So it's like I can't be trusted or I deserve to be miserable or I should have done something different or I am bad or I should have known better. Like these like I am shaming yourself. Yeah, but they're like these core beliefs about ourselves from these events in our lives. And I feel like that's kind of where you're stuck is that like shame and guilt and the belief of like I should have, you know, I made the wrong decision. I should have done something different. It's my fault for not doing this. And Mm. so there's, I Mm -hmm. think, a lot of self-directed anger too, which is probably a root of a lot of the anger that you're going through. So I really think it's like reminding yourself, like, how can you challenge that thought um, and, and really be rational with yourself, like objective? Like if I was in this situation, if worlds were reversed, like how would you speak to me? You'd probably have a lot more compassion to me and for me, and you would probably be kinder to me than you are to yourself. Right. Well, I think the frustrating part with that is because, yeah, like let's let's say you were coming to me, you're saying the same exact thing. Is yeah. I would say the same thing that everybody says to me, <laughs> but it just doesn't make it better. I would say things like, "Oh, you know, everything happens for a reason," and like, "Look, you're going to end up so no, much but- better than you ever thought." You know, it. But like, it doesn't. It doesn't make me feel any better. But that's not Two what I'm saying. Later. I'm not saying that though. I'm saying like, so the belief, like I made the wrong decision, like would, and I, say I were to tell you that, what would your response be? Yeah, you probably did. Uh, no. What would you say? You made the best decision that you could have in the moment. Maybe. Yeah. So like, yeah, I, yeah like I, I, cause I think in that moment, if you're, you know, backed in a corner like what are you going to do you didn't have many options right like or options right. that would, that felt good at the time and so well, I, think- I had 10 days to decide if i was going to file a lawsuit or not and yeah. i opted not to and to take my money instead my severance right that yeah. was basically what it came down to was i had 10 yeah. days to sign a document that said there's no no nothing we are going on here and yeah. i was sitting yeah. on half a year's salary right so that yeah. was kind of like hey listen 
you got six months worth of salary here. You want to take it or do you want to, you know, push this into some kind of lawsuit that like you may or may not win, which. So there's also like kind of where my head head space time too, like with stability and right. Like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Like where was it going to go? How's it, how was I going to get a job? You know? Yeah. All these kind of things that I had to worry about on top of what do I do about what had already happened? It was just, yeah, it was messy. It was a messy situation. So I think telling yourself like I made the best decision I could at, at that time or made the best decision for me that I could at that time, I think like kind of reinforcing that belief or like challenging the beliefs of that are shaming your, yourself because I think you right. do a lot of shaming yourself. So I think Probably. that will help with the anger. I also was going to mention too, you still have a lot of followers like from 933, right? Like, so I feel like you have a lot of fans and people that know you from that, sure. from that, like, period of your life and that part of your career. And so I would imagine that's really hard. And people like message you about things about like what's happening, <laughs> like just like people, ready, like listeners. And I know like that can't be easy to always get. Sure. Those messages it comes up from time to time, time. Right. It almost feels like that chapter can't <laughs> fully close. Right. It's like if someone breaks up and they're like, Oh, did you see like what your ex was doing? Like it's right, like, right, no. right. <laughs> now I do like, you know, right, 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 right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I just, there's just one person involved in the situation. Honestly, while and this happened, uh, I don't remember one of the days when I was sitting in quarantine last week and like, I, and this happens like once a month where I'm like, I hope something really bad happens to that person. And like, I'll, I'll like think of some terrible scenario that they're going to be in. And like, it, it, I'm just like happy about it. And that's terrible. Like that is a terrible thing to do. And like, it brings no good to anybody. Um, but I just don't want to feel yeah. that animosity towards that person anymore. You know, I don't, I don't want to have yeah. those kind of thoughts. Like with my ex, I don't have that anymore. I'm just kind of like, all right, whatever, you know, move on. But with this one person, yeah. I still do. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I guess I can start working on, I just keep thinking like every year. I'm like, okay, well, obviously by next year I'll feel fine, but I just don't. But I think that's the whole resolution thing too. If that's your resolution to feel like fine, what if you still, cause I think you can harbor negative feelings towards it. Cause it was like effed up. Right. Like, I mean, yeah. I think also your expectations of how you should feel towards it. You need to be realistic because it was still a messed up situation. So like, that's a true. Lot of the like, am I ever going to feel good about it? Like, will I ever be like, that right. was fine. Like, mate, probably not. Right. Like, well, is that okay to never feel okay yes, about this? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think I do a lot of like trauma work with my clients and it's like, sometimes I think their expectation will do like the trauma based treatment. And they'll be like, no, I mean, like, I, I still feel like it wasn't okay, but I'm not as like distressed by it. I'm like, well, you're going to feel like it's not okay. Cause it wasn't okay. Like, right. That's right. Okay. Maybe it's, maybe it, my maybe my expectations are unrealistic. Then maybe I, I'm just I just think it's going to be a hard divorce where I'm just kind of like one day I'm just kind of like ah eh, that's fine, yeah. But like I'm not like that, and maybe because yeah. I mean being cheated on is is not so great for sure. But I feel like what happened mm-hmm. over there was like so much worse. It was so much more. Um, it was one person with your marriage and a relationship that was like you you've been you know like there, there were it was. It was like multiple people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like this was like a series, like a system, and just all these like and like cultural and societal things go at play too. I feel like so. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I feel zero percent better, but maybe that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe that's what it's supposed to be though. Is like my expectation is that like it's supposed to just go away. Well, but I think. Do you feel like? I mean, maybe you just need to know it's not going to be okay. I think people say it'll pass me the right decision. Like, I think that I don't think people are trying to be invalidating, but I also think it's like, no, it's not okay. It's it's effed up, and I'm going to feel like I'm not going to feel happy about the situation, right? right I mean, right. 
They won't, right. Maybe they won't come a day where I'm just like, well, it's okay. Cause maybe cause it wasn't okay. So right. maybe that's, that's where like the healing begins is not having this expectation that one day it's going to feel okay. Uh, Leah is always great. And her social media is awesome because you can always get some good motivation from it. So Leah, where do we find you? You're like, but I feel 0% better. I feel, I feel actually worse than when we started recording. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <You can find me laughs> no, I'm angry at you too. So no, You can find me on Instagram at Your Modern Therapist, and I have links to all my like resources, websites, and all that good stuff. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, that's it for today. I'm, as time of recording, I'm sitting here freezing cold. I hope that you are not in the same predicament. All you San Diego folks, hope you're nice and warm. Actually, I heard San Diego's kind of cold right now, too, so I don't feel that's bad. Beatrice showed me a picture this weekend. It was like rainy and cold. I was like, mm-hmm, okay, okay. <laughs> Thanks a lot for listening. I really, I really do appreciate it. I don't say that just out of out of uh, uh, routine. I say it because I really do mean it. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. So many things, so many podcasts, two million podcasts you could listen to. And you chose this one to spend, you know, 30 minutes with. So thank you so much. Have a great Monday. Great MLK day. See you tomorrow. The brand new Ask My Mom. Bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.